Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Hello, Sam. It's um, this is the Monday morning episode, Bank Holiday Monday. We're recording it on Sunday evening for yep. uh, for you know purposes of. Um, Accountability is it? Yeah, and but that's tra- what it full is. transparency. Transparency, that's the word I was looking for. But accountability yeah. works as well because we've got stakeholders now in this podcast. We do. We? The, the cunters of of the Iron Filing Society, so they they probably deserve to know where we are and what we're doing. So that information is to you, but for the thousands of others listening for free, mm. Mm. you can the fuck off orders. because that in, that information was not for you. We as no. far as. As far as you're concerned, we'll record when we want, how we want. Yeah, just fucking ignore that we said that. Just forget yeah. it. It's none of your fucking business. Um, let's have a look. At well, that. you, we've been basking in the sunshine. Mm. I mean, you know, the whole of Great Britain, these doomed islands, which will soon sink forever into mm. the ocean. As documented, the only surviving island will be the Isle of Wight, which will be where I'll be living. You've got, you've got a flag on the ground fine. there already, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, the Isle of Wight is unsinkable. Many people have tried to sink the Isle of Wight. Hitler. The the Nazis, yeah. yeah the Romans, the Greeks, and now Jean-Claude Juncker. He's got it in his sights. <laughs> ISIS, the IRA. Yeah. Um, but it is, as you know, it was built, the Isle of Wight was built in the post-war years, uh, a drive, they called it Homes for Heroes, and they wanted to build all new homes for people. It was Clement Attlee's government. Yeah. And they had a dream. It was Bevan, the I think he was the minister for islands in yep. the famous post-war the um, successor to Labour government. Sir, the, of course, the first incumbent of that was Sir John Island in 1862. Sir John Island. Yeah. Yeah, and he established the uh, Department of, of Islands. Yeah. And then, yeah, Ernst Bevan, he, he took it on and he dreamt, him and Clem Attlee, dreamt of an island that was both unsinkable and also inflammable. Yeah. And that together they sketched out one late night over whiskies in 10 Downing Street, the Isle of Wight. And almost immediately they set their civil servants to work building it off the coast of Hampshire. Yeah. And there it has stood ever since. Um, I spend a lot of time there because it's so safe, Mm. because it can't be sunk. The IRA tried to sink it many times in the 70s and 80s. They failed every time. I believe it's uh, got the, the perfect biosphere as well. It was also created right. by the scientists. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, uh, and you know, um, the what's his name? Attenborough's next big, big documentary series is yeah. just about the Isle of Wight. Yeah, and everything about it. And of course, yeah. the, the Isle of Wight... It's it's regarded as the, the the National Health Service almost of islands, isn't it? Yes. But then Richard Branson came along, stole the idea, 
and transplanted it to his Necker Island that he owns, yeah. which of course is the private version of yes, the Isle the of Wight. Yes, the private version of the Isle of Wight. But, you know, people say, oh, Necker Island's great, it's virgin and all the rest of it, but it's all superficial, it's all cosmetic. The actual yeah. structural integrity of the Isle of Wight is like far, far superior to that of Necker or any other luxury island out there. I can't wait for Attenborough's documentary when he's down at, you know... Shanklin Pier, Shanklin Bits, Shanklin doesn't have a pier, Soundown Pier, or yeah. Shanklin Funfair. Here I am at Pirate's Cove, <laughs> where a young surly teenager is about to put me on this average-sized <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> Are we going to do a deep dive of the Isle of Wight, Cora, do a documentary series about Any time, mate. That's, <laughs> I told you that I wanted to diversify into travel Top Flight Time Machine travel podcasts, travelogues. Oh, I'm, I'm not thinking podcasts, I'm thinking video. I'm thinking a documentary series, yeah. a crowdfund yeah. documentary series yeah. where we explore the Isle of Wight in great depth. Get in touch on Twitter. Me and Andy will take you on a magnificent adventure mm. into planet Earth's greatest island, impervious yeah. to flame or explosives, Nazi bombs or Russian espionage. Are you um, are you also familiar with Sealand? Which uh, is it's it used to be a military outpost off the east coast, the southeast coast. And um then some fucking family bought it and they've established right. it as a you know, a standalone territory. And it's called Sealand. I think they've even got their own An independent team. nation state. Yeah. And the, whoever the head of the family is, is the fucking king of Sealand or whatever. When I used to work for Front Magazine a few years ago, I tried to get on there to write a piece mm. about it. And I got in touch with them. And they said, yes, by all means, come aboard and write about Sealand. But um, you'll need to fill in the, get a passport and all this and fill in the visa forms. And that's going to cost you £1,000. To which yeah. I said, fuck you. And the idea yeah, died. You've got Front Magazine to have covered that. I suppose nah, it was the dying pounds. days of the magazine nah, industry. Not there, not 2007. No. Nah. Yeah. So, um, um, I'm going to Well, maybe we could try and get over there. If it, you know, it sounds a little bit like the whole beginning of that story. I'm glad you didn't go because it sounds very Edward Woodward in The Wicker Man, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. Sealand. Let's just have a quick look. You're over in Sealand. Sea I'm just a debonair journalist from the mainland here with no other agenda other than to find out more about the interest in people and environment. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're asleep in the hotel and fucking Brit Eklund, or whoever their equivalent is, probably the, like, you know, web-toed daughter of the yeah, King of Sealand, naked, dancing on the other side of your door, giving you the sweats, you're freaking out. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're in a fucking giant wicker structure being sent, burnt alive. Yeah. They'd, you know... There's worse ways to go. The Mackham of Sealand. There's worse ways to go. You've become a legend. Yeah, it's it's basically a platform on two towers uh, off the coast of Suffolk. And it was uh, originally a sea fort called HM Fort Ruffs, an anti-aircraft gun platform built by the British during World War II. It was decommissioned in 1967, and it was occupied by the family and associates of Paddy Roy Bates, who claim it's an independent sovereign state. And he got it from some pirate radio broadcasters in 1967. And it, it became like a, what? a nation state in 1975. Yeah. If if this podcast continues to grow at the rate it has been, maybe we should look into purchasing it off them, a hostile takeover. Because, or taking it or in a hostile... In, or forming raid. our own army. Yeah, yeah. And invading it. I'm not purchasing Make, it. 
couple of other uh, strange kind of principalities, let's say, that I'm interested in <laughs> acquiring, knowing knowing about. If you know about this sort of thing, first yeah. of all, I'd forgotten what it's called. Is it called Bournville, Bournville Village? That's not a euphemism for bum sex. <laughs> it's, you know the you know the um, setup that the Cadburys have in in the Midlands. Yeah. What's it called again? Cabryland, Cabryland, Willy Wonka's, it's Willy Cabri Wonka's World, think, fabulous village. Yeah, something like no, that. It's an actual, it's an actual like sort of, it's like the Amish kind of setup. Oh, is it a bit? Midland. Is it a bit like from the Prisoner? That pl- that village that's yes. in the Prisoner where they have that festival now, but made of chocolate. Yes. <laughs> it's not that that. So what? Your Port Merion is the place from the Prisoner. You can go yeah. there. But that doesn't claim to have its own rules. It just looks yeah. peculiar. Then you've got the Bourneville place. Bourneville is a model village on the south side of Birmingham, best known for its yes. connections with the Cadbury family. Yes. A model village. It's yeah, also but you can a, live in it. It's also a ward within the council constituency of Selly York. There you go. Whoa. What the fuck? Yeah. And, they, and it, the people, the Cadbury family, they sort of live there, and it's a bit like... You remember when um, in that film Witness with Harrison Ford, where they have to go and live with the Amish to hide from some <laughs> yeah, people? Yeah, it's basically like that. Uh, but but the, the people, people don't farm. Chocolate. They don't farm cows. They farm chocolate. They grow fruit and nut and that in the fields, and then put it in the chocolate. Fucking hell! So I'm interested in investigating that place. And we'll lastly, yeah. your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. Holy Island. Now, yeah. do you know why I'm interested at the moment in Holy Island? Um, I can't think of any reason why you would be, but go on and enlighten me. Because it's where Bob and Terry try to go on their weekend away in the Lightning oh, Lads yeah. film. But unfortunately, they try to take Terry's Finnish girlfriend there, mm-hmm. but they can't because you. I didn't know about this, but the tide was the tide needs to be out. Yeah. Yeah, in order a, for you to get across to yeah, it, right? There's a causeway to get from the yeah. land to Holy Island, and it, you, they push yeah. the tide times. So you've got to wait till the and, tides out. And Lindisfarne, who I only knew for Fog on the Tyne with Gaza, yeah, right. That is the name of the Holy Island, right? It is called Lindisfarne. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you been there? I've been there, but not since I was a kid, and it was fucking boring. Oh, is it like a standard sort of school trip destination? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I, I can't imagine there'd be... I mean, there, there might be sort of casinos and brothels and stuff that they were hiding from us when yeah. we went as kids, but I don't think there is. It's quite a religious... Hence the name, Holy Island. It's quite... But what you know, about mysteries, like ghosts mm, and, and things like that? I could look like into Scooby-Doo it. Scooby-Doo stuff. I, we could look into it, but the, the most exciting thing about it is the causeway and the prospect of getting stuck there. Okay, listen, we've got... I think that we've got four or five different places. We've got the Isle of Wight. Well, that's safe. You know yeah. that I've, yeah. you know, I've got connections there. We can broadcast from there. And after Brexit, since yeah. the rest of the UK, we there's a place for you there, Andy. Right? Thank you. Um, that will be the blue we'll... chip episode in this series we're going to do. Isle yeah. of Wight's the, you know. The then big we've cell. got Sealand. Sealand. Right, yeah. We're going to try and penetrate by dinghy. Yeah. Motorised dinghy, perhaps. I don't know. It'll have to be more maybe they'll hear us coming. Maybe we need to do it at night yeah. in frogmen outfits. Right? That's not, that's episode two. Episode yeah. three is uh, Bourneville in the Midlands. 
Can we just go back to Sealand? I've just read something oh, yeah. on the Wikipedia page, which I fucking love. As I say, they used to sell passports for Sealand to just make coin. In 1997, the Bates family revoked all Sealand passports, including mm-hmm. those that they themselves had issued over the previous 22 years. There were thought to have been about 150,000 passports in circulation. This was due to the realisation that an international money laundering ring had appeared <gasps> using the sale of fake Sealand passports to finance drug trafficking and money laundering from Russia and Iraq. Hey! Shit in hell. Good stuff. They're up to their balls in it. We should have known. Yeah. We'll have to do more on this because there was a coup in 1978 as well, an attack in 1978 on the sea land. This feels like a separate episode. We'll talk about this at another time. Put it on the list. And then, and then finally we've got Holy Island. Holy and Island. we've talked extensively before about Jersey as well. And um, and search for Bergerac, search for Charlie Hungerford. Charlie Hungerford's um, connections to yeah. UKIP. We'll try and track and down the real Charlie more Hungerford. sinister alt-right organisations. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll definitely do all them things and not just completely forget about them. Can someone, is, is there someone out there listening to this who can write all these things down that we said we're going to do? I will tell you now, right, if there is a Top Flight Time Machine archivist or superfan mm. or whatever you want to call it, Anorak, right, who can give us 10 or more genuine projects that Andy and I have discussed over the last year or so, yeah. right, give it to us on Twitter or Gmail don't take the piss they've got to be genuine then i don't know i mean i was about to say i, I would reward them but really no, i that. would be i would be grateful and we'll give you a big shout out yeah people because like shout we'd outs. like a list of them because we will attempt to do them and what we'll, we'll do is maybe we'll try we'll go, go on patreon and the one that raises the most funding of all our <laughs> ideas is the one we'll do <laughs> i'll do a twitter poll or something like that it's a lot easier but you've got yeah. to send to us board. It's the send us to Sealand fundraiser. <laughs> we could do it, and and we could actually do a live event to fund it. We, we go to that diversified farm, right? Yeah. We do a live event. <laughs> me and you headline, but we'll have other <laughs> entertainment there, like Pancho from the Flats. I'll get him yeah. to come, and we'll get Danan to do his podcast and a few other nice bits one. and pieces. Yeah. And and then. Um, and then we'll, with the money we raise, we'll we'll use that as seed finance mm-hmm. for our attack on Sealand. It sounds like a pyramid scheme, but it isn't. It isn't because you'll no. get, whatever happens, whether we get Sealand or not, you're still going to get a load of entertainment out of it because you're yeah. going to be at our pal. I've forgotten his name, but the bloke who's made his diversified farm accessible to us yeah. in Chester or yeah. Cheshire. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was Josh or Lewis or something like that. Anyway. Lewis. Oh, we've done this for, for 13 months now. We can easily keep going for another 13 years, but we need your support <clears throat> and money. If you want... Listen, you've got to ask yourself this, Cunters, right? A lot of you coming on to um, the email or the Twitter and telling us, oh, yeah, I'm a devoted cunter. I'm really Ooh. into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself a very simple question about how you want this relationship to progress. Do you want me and Andy to film ourselves poorly on our mobile phones, trying and almost definitely failing to go to Sealand or Bourneville on the on the outer reaches of Birmingham, or don't you? Right? Because it, it's not just going to happen, right? Great content like that doesn't grow on trees. Exactly. It takes yeah. 
cunters like you to stick your hand in your fucking pockets and put your money where your mouth is. Because if not, you are never going to see a poorly filmed video of me trying to get onto Holy Island and then just giving up and going for St. Clement's. Yeah. So, patreon.com slash top flight time machine, three quid a month plus VAT, and all your dreams will come true. We'll do it for you. Mm. We've got a website now, haven't we, Sam? Have we got a website now? Oh, yeah. Is that in action? Yeah, but do you know what? We have, we have, but there's, at the moment, it's, what do you call it? A beta one. It's in development, is it? There's some, you can go there if you really want, but there's some exciting stuff that is going to be unleashed on there, and I'm not just talking about the announcement of our island tour, (laughs) right? (laughs) Island slash places of interest. (laughs) Um, there's going to be other stuff be, uh, being revealed on there soon, and I will. And that, and that is when I will. I mean, okay. we've done it now. The cat's out of the bag. Go on there if you want, but no badges. Fuck you. Well, watch this space. Is all I'm saying. No badges. Jalapeno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Jalapeño. Right, let's have a look at the prediction league. Uh, We did speed predicting this weekend. I don't mm. think we should do that again. Yeah, didn't Fucking it work hell. out for you, mate? Uh, well, I, I was top of the of the, the charts the this weekend. I got two points, and y- you and results both both got one point. So that puts you on one three seven. I'm on one two eight, nine points behind. Results bot is on one one one. You know he's he's out of the race now. But uh, three rounds of Premier League fixtures to go, I think. I've had, to... I've had word from FIPA this week, mm-hmm. which is the Federation of International Predicting Associations, obviously the yeah. governing body of predicting, yeah. and they've ordered us mm-hmm. uh, to, on the final day of the season, we have to predict all 10 of the final matches in the Premier League. Fucking hell. It, it is shit but or bust, F- basically. FIPA is now... I believe, run by Seth Blatter and Ted yeah. Croker together, right? It is, yeah. T- Ted, Ted Croker is the CEO. And, and Joe Mercer Blatter. as well. Joe Mercer's Joe Mercer's involved. In, yeah, I'm more in an administrative role, to be honest. <laughs> like, I mean, they offered me... I, don't, I didn't want to be on the board. I didn't want shares in it. Now, like that. I'm happy <laughs> to just come in, do me admin, and then get away early as fucking possible on a Friday. I'm doing two hours consultancy a week. Uh, I'm trousering 10 grand a month for it. I'm very fucking happy. That's all I'm saying. Predi- I don't really give a fuck about predicting. I'm more about, you know, the framework of it. You know, keeping the whole thing running smoothly. So two hours a week is just about enough as I can do. 
They know I'm a safe fucking pair of hands, right? As for Sep, he gets a bad fucking wreck, right? People say this, that and the other about Sep. But let me tell you, from my personal, my personal dealings with Sep, he's as good as fucking gold, right? Yeah. Don't stay with him after the fourth or fifth drink, though, because he'll turn. You know, he's like he's like an Irishman like that, more than a Swiss. Or whatever All he is, I'll I think say, he's Swiss. All I'll say is, I have never had to pay for a single fucking drink the whole time I've known Seb Blatter, <laughs> and that's good enough for me. <laughs> and as for old man Croker, to be honest, he just fucking, he's sat in his office. He's as batty as a fuck. He's away with the fairies, the mad <laughs> bastard, so... You don't get a moment's trouble from him. He'll sign off my expenses, no fucking problem. I tell you what, though, half the time I'm holding his fucking hand to do it for him. He's in there up in his office. He's got a nut. He's got, you know, dead tidy bit of skirt who he calls his personal assistant. It's like that one out of Are You Being Served, you know. She wheels him around in a fucking wheelchair on his trip. Right? Yeah. I just see him once a week. He signs off my expenses. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's a piece of fucking piss. Predicting fucking runs itself, really. You know? Because <laughs> oh, all the ones who are doing it, they're all fucking nerds. They're all fucking filling in fucking charts and fucking graphs. And they've got Excel spreadsheets these days and all that. They just fucking run themselves. They put their results in. They pay their subs. We just fucking drink the profits. <laughs> Now, the Europeans, they're very efficient. They'll get their predictions in nice and early. But, you know, Sep's had me branching out into the CONACAF nations, you know, Africa, down in fucking Oceania, the Australian, the Australians, the Fijians are even at it now. And I tell you what, some of the paperwork you get back from some of these fucking third world places, right? It's a fucking joke. I've said to Sep, they're not ready. They're not ready to predict at this level. They can't go pro. I mean, they're sending things in etched into bits of fucking tree bark from there's, all the way from fucking Africa, and it's Muggins here who's got to fucking file them all. There's one there's one fucking island near Trinidad, right? Population 62. And you know what they do? They scratch <laughs> out their predictions on the sand with a bit of stick, and then some poor cunt <laughs> has to fly overhead, take a photo of it. That's how they get them in. Fucking ridiculous. Winds up on my fucking desk as late as Friday morning, and I say to fucking old man Croker, I say, I tell you what, right? These fucking photos, I can't make end nor tail of them. This is why I told you, right? <laughs> you can't give these fuckers an inch, they'll take a mile, right? <laughs> half the time, the tide's fucking washed in, washed half the predictions away. It's all blurry like, I can't fucking see it. <laughs> and I've got me fucking, I've got a nice lunch lined up with clients at one o'clock at the pub. <laughs> I say to old man Croker, right? I tell you what. I don't give a shit. I am out of here. Twelve thirty, dead on the dot. There's fucking one. Won't come. One, one of them photos come in. It's got B one, S two, and I'm like, what is that? Burnley versus Southampton, or is it Brighton versus Spurs? Because they're both playing this weekend. What the fuck is that supposed to be about? Seps uh, are like, hey, come on, Joe, calm Listen down. That. It's no problem. I had the same problem at FIFA. You don't need to worry about the detail. Just write anything down and get yourself to the juicer, my friend. <laughs> so, yeah, so FIFA, FIFA have insisted we predict all ten matches in the last day of the season, so that could... Well, that's um, something to look forward to. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, You're going to have to go some between now and then, mate. You're going to have to really go some. I mean, there was a couple of surprises this weekend, but I was so close. 2-1 I predicted uh, West Ham versus Leicester. And we were about one minute away from securing that result. And there's nothing sweeter than when I predict, I correctly predict a West Ham victory. So (laughs) three points in the real league and three points in the prediction league. It rarely happens though, does it? Nothing better. Rarely happens. It rarely happens. It happened one memorable time was West Ham Arsenal earlier in the season. Best Saturday of my life. Did you see Coming Gary home Neville? On the train. Did you see Gary Neville this afternoon? I saw him before the game claiming that he was at boiling point. <laughs> and that was, was before boiling. the game. Yeah. And then afterwards they went over mm. to him and he was talking about he started talking about weeds and he started talking about Japanese not weed that is in Manchester <laughs> United and can't be removed. It's a Japanese not weed. It's Japanese not weed. It's fucking everywhere. Can't do anything about it. Can't get rid of it. Class of '92, and um, and then David Jones quite rightly said he starts the Japanese not weed. He said is players that are not pulling their weight, and he says we all know who they are. So David Jones says, well, who are they? Then name them. And he went, no, I'm, I don't need to. And I thought, yeah, you do. Go yes, on, you you've just do. said. You've just fucking said there's players not pulling their weight and we all know who they are. I'm sat here as a Sunderland fan. I don't know who they are. Tell us I who they are, Gary. Do, do you think we're all fucking paying as much attention to United as, as you are, Gary Neville? Exactly. Fucking crying your cock off every night about in your Manchester United bedroom with your Manchester United <laughs> fucking duvet cover <laughs> and alarm clock. On. And your fucking class of 92 teddy bear, right? Which has got your best mate David Beckham's face. And class of ninety two written on its tummy, right? And you're sat there every night in your bed, crying in your fucking class of ninety two gym jams, and your wife's going, "Just go to sleep, Gary. It's fine." You go, eh, oh, "I'd love to be able to sleep. I haven't slept since Sir Alex retired, and I'll tell you why. It's the Japanese knotweed. It's everywhere. Oh, not this again, Gary. Please, can I just get to sleep at a decent hour? I've got work in the morning." <laughs> Work, work. Some of those lads wouldn't know the meaning of the world. When I was there in the class of 92, we worked harder than anyone. <laughs> but just, you know, it's not work. It's a calling. It's a religion. I'm simmering now. I'm simmering. And I'm about to boil over. <laughs> Jeez, poor missus hasn't had any nookie in fucking since the... No. Since David Moyes fucking was for the first week yeah. of the David Moyes era was the last time but she had any action out of him because he's so tense. Yeah, but he don't can't forget, relax don't forget, and he can't Sam, make love. Don't forget, there's that fella who uh, who goes in and services the wags during the match at Manchester United. Oh yeah, I've got an update from yeah. him. I'll have that in a minute. But Gary oh, Neville, great, yeah. but Gary Neville didn't name names, obviously. But then he carried on in doing what he normally does, which is to fucking advertise his own services as a director of football. Because oh, he started going God. about, there's nobody within the club who is looking after things in the football and the football inside with contracts and signings and all this. Basically, saying Ed Woodward's a cunt, and then it's all about his own Ed Woodward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Gary. Fucking put a letter in. Send a letter in. Send your CV in. Don't and say, do it on I TV. It's undignified. And say, I am interested in any future vacancies you may have and would like my my services to be put on the record and on file should any vacancies arise thus within. And just do that mm. and wait for them to come to you because that's what he wants. And that's why he's not naming names. Because Dear Mr. Woodward, dear Edward Woodward, my name is Gary Neville. I was part of the famous class of 92, the best collection of footballers ever, ever. And I hate you. you m- I hate you and think you are shit at your job. 
That said, if you need any help, I think I could be of great assistance to you because I am very clever and I know all about football. Also, I have uh, I've enclosed pictures of my bedroom at home, which has Manchester United bedspread, carpet, curtains, lampshade and alarm clock. Is there any do you have that in your house? No, you don't because you're not true United like me. You're shit, you're a joke. Can I work for you? Love Gary Neville. <laughs> That's basically it. And the reason why... Yes, you'll have to at least match my colossal Sky salary, probably (laughs) outdo it. Although it's not about the money, and I just love Manchester United and would do it for free, I will not do it for free. I want a huge amount of money to do it. (laughs) All the best, once more, TTFN, Gary Neville. (laughs) And of course, he's not naming names because deep down he thinks that he's got a slight chance of getting this job and then he would have to deal with them players on a day-to-day basis after he'd already slagged them off in the press. So he's not naming Pogba. Please see attached PDF of my CV. 1992 through to 2012, best player, class of 92. 1991 through to present, best friend of David Beckham. 2014 to 2000, no, 2017 to 2017, Valencia Valencia. manager. (laughs) Valencia project, brackets misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so there was a, a it was vintage of Gary Neville earlier on. For, um, yeah, before, before the, the game, he was already really angry. Someone yeah. put the clip up on Twitter for us to look at, and I started watching it. And I thought this. I assumed it must have been from after the game. Oh, this was before. They were all standing in a line. I know. Was it? Was it? Yeah, they were all standing in a line on the pitch. Some of the yeah. things that they do is in inexp- some of it on Sky Sports. And this isn't a criticism. I'm a huge fan of their coverage, but. They, it's like performance art when yeah. you see it out of context. So if yeah. you see a clip on Twitter, it's like, here is a giant, one of the world's most giant sports stadiums. It is empty. It, the sun is shining. <laughs> Stood in a row wearing suits and ties are Gary Neville, Louis Saha, Dave Jones, Graham Soonis and Jamie Carragher. Yeah. All standing in a row like... ABBA or the Brotherhood of Man <laughs> yeah or the village people um, and the, you know, it's just sort of peculiar anyway I thought it must be after the game then I realised the stadium was empty and Dave Jones comes to Gary Neville and he straight away his first answer is well I'm simmering here I'm simmering and I'll tell <laughs> you for why I'll tell you for why I'm fizzing and I'll tell you why I'm trying to hold it together to be honest Dave I don't think I'm, I'm choking up here just in the thought of it and I'm thinking, well, I mean, if you've been beaten 4-0 by Everton, fuck me, that is hard to say. And then I realised, fuck me, this was before the game. Yeah. It was before the game. And he goes, and he said it before the game. He goes, oh, I'm, I'm going to keep my counsel about the names. I'm not going to name them for now. Yeah, and Dave yeah, Jones yeah. again quite rightly went, I'd rather you did. Yeah, Because he's, like, he's sort of like, that's what we're here for, for fuck's <laughs> yeah. sake. That's what you've been paid for, mate. I'm not going to say my opinions. Why should I? Because you're a pundit. Because you're paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's like, you know what he is? He's the he's the football equivalent of one of them fuckers on Facebook that post stuff mm. like fizzing, fizzing here, yeah. blood bu- blood boiling. Some FFS. Pe- so, some people really don't know how to behave and then they're just asking yeah. for someone to come along and go, oh, you okay, hon? What's wrong? What is it this time? FFS. Who is it? I wish people... Why do people have to be so dishonest? Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, he's one FFS. of them. FFS. I, I'm just sick of people not saying things to my face if they've got something to say. Yeah. He's That's f- Gary Neville. 
Facebook imagine Gary. Ne- imagine if your friend, Facebook friends with Gary Neville, it'd be non-stop passive aggression. <laughs> yeah, getting back though, getting back to the uh, the SES fellow who services the wags at Old Trafford during the matches. Oh, yeah. I realised I've been going back through some of the emails we've missed over the last month, and Gary Collier, who keeps updating us on this fella, um, mm. sent another one that we haven't covered. And he says, although our community bullshitter had been busy service, serving in the regiment, resetting his inner demons in the woods, remember, whenever it yeah. all gets too much, he gets a tent and he goes into the woods and resets his yeah. demons. Very shrewd, uh, yeah. He invented a hybrid Chinese language. Remember that? Because <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. was working with the triad gang. Cantonese, yeah. Yeah. And also servicing Manchester United wags on match days. He also managed to become a millionaire software developer. Oh. It says, in the 90s, he claimed to have developed the waste paper bin icon on Windows 95. Wow. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was but, a good idea. Yeah, but it's genius when you think about it. It's so obvious, but it's genius. Yeah. What Bill Gates didn't know, that when users clicked to destroy their confidential information, it was instantly forwarded to our community bullshitter. Oh. He put something in there. He put a little bit of code in there when he given it to Bill Gates. And all Un- the deleted stuff. Yeah, all the delete stuff was born back to him. And apparently he collated the most valuable information and sold it to government agencies around the world via his SES contacts and language skills. Hello. Is that the Kremlin? <laughs> yeah, I've got something you might well be interested in. Is every bit of deleted is every deleted word document from Sir Jeffrey Howe's laptop, right? Well, how much? Well, you tell me, sunshine. It's priceless, it isn't it? Something like this. I'm but, all fucking ears. It was the you don't need to know. No, you don't need to know who I am, right? <laughs> Just let's talk turkey now. This is this isn't fucking anyone, right? I'm not ringing up saying I've got Sonia's fucking junk mate, junk file, right? This is Sir Jeffrey fucking Howe himself, right? <laughs> I'm talking five, possibly six-figure offers here. And if you're not interested, that's fine. I got the chinks on the other line. I am very, I'll very connected to the fucking triads in Manchester. So don't worry, I can get this out there one way or another. He's the fucking, he's the original WikiLeaks, isn't he? Basically, yeah. yeah, he was probably fuming when Assange became really famous. Yeah, so there you go. That's the latest from from him. Keep it coming, Gary Collier. If you've got any more, that's all we got time yeah. for. Cause it's Bank Holiday Monday, and people have got better things to do than listen to us. We got to get down wicks. Yeah, but we're going to be back tomorrow with um, a delve into the mailbag again. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening. Ta-ra. Speak to you then. Bye. 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 Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.